Are you not an Oxford comma er? <laughs> Shway. <Yeah. laughs> I thought you were an ally. I thought you were a comrade. Welcome to Spinsters, a podcast where if we had the choice, we would put each other on a 2K cover, which makes lots of sense because we have never played 2K. <laughs> anyway, today we have an episode that is brought to us by Shweta Surendran. She used to work for us. Now she is a fellow for ESPN doing this amazing dream job. We love you, Shway. Go kill it. When Shway was on the Spencer's team, she brought so much joy to every meeting, mm-hmm. constantly energy. She was interested in so many different things, took us down so many different paths. We absolutely loved working with her. You can follow her at username Shway. Shway is S-H-W-E. And she's going to be talking about inequities in NBA 2K, which, as you can tell, is something me and Jordan did not know a ton about. Yes, and this is really about the Candace Parker cover that came out on the last edition, which was so amazing to see as she was the first woman on the cover. But this new edition is going to have Diana Taurasi and Sue Bird on a limited edition cover as well. So hopefully we're trending in the right direction. And they were given a lot of applause for putting them on the special edition cover. Remember, the main cover was Devin Booker, but we're getting there. We're getting there. We need a main cover. Slowly but surely. But before we get to Shway, this episode is brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA's deep blue soothing blend has been used by athletes and fitness enthusiasts worldwide for more than a decade. Now it's easier than ever to apply with the deep blue stick. Learn more at doTERRA.com slash spinsters. Here's Shway. Wish your team could find some next level talent. When your business needs someone with the right skills fast, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com spinsters. Offer good for a limited time. Okay, cards on the table. I'm not an expert on video games. I'm pretty sure that the last one I played was a Barbie Explorer CD back when I was seven. But hey, I wasn't half bad. Congratulations, you completed the level. But since then, my sports video game knowledge hasn't really evolved. Sure, I've seen the FIFAs and the football managers. You have to marvel at the sheer spectacle of it! Just about everyone knows Madden NFLs. And of course, honorary mention, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. But they've never really interested me. I'd much rather just play the sport in person. But last year, the NBA 2K22 cover featuring, wait for it, Candace Parker caught my attention. Parker on the move to the rim, raising up and in. I wasn't alone. It got a lot of people's attention. I mean, our first reaction is, and excuse my French, but like, hell fucking yes. It was dope. It was super dope. 
Every sentiment was, fuck yeah. I was just so excited to see like her be celebrated and them to just be like, sorry boys, sit down for a second. Like it's time for an incredible woman to shine. Candace was the absolute perfect person to make the first cover. It just probably should have been done 15 years ago. At that point, all I really knew about NBA 2K was that it was a basketball video game, a way to live out your wildest basketball fantasies and navigate a professional basketball career for a grand total of $70. Plus tax. All right, y'all, this is it. And we've got some NBA greats ready to play a little pickup. Y'all ready? NBA 2K has released an NBA version of the game since 1999. But the WNBA? No, the W was only introduced in 2019 in the version called 2K20. Now we're on 2K22. And the game design and details on the WNBA modes are stunning. Truly. And more importantly, it's on par with the NBA offerings in the game. But that's now. It's been a journey. A journey that didn't start off easy for the women. Frankly, it was a little late, and when it finally arrived, a little too underwhelming. And that matters, because 2K matters to the wider basketball culture. It's more than just basketball at this point. That's Matt Allentuck. Matt is the head of editorial at Gaming Society and a longtime NBA 2K player. He grew up idolizing Steve Nash, and since NBA 2K features a wide range of male players to play as, Matt could live out his dream of playing as Nash D. Like in the early days before everything was online, like having a friend come over and sitting next to each other and being able to play each other into the fourth quarter, into the final minutes and having our own like in-car basketball game, that was sick. I loved it. Matt started covering the WNBA in 2016. He's a huge fan of the W, so when NBA 2K finally got around to introducing the WNBA into its game in 2019, Matt was excited. His old favorite thing was incorporating his new favorite thing. Hi everyone, welcome to the WNBA on 2K Sports. But right away, the WNBA modes felt underwhelming. So the first edition of it, you got the very bare minimum. So we got players were in the game, Players were on certain rosters, not necessarily the correct ones. The WNBA players weren't even on the correct teams. Yeah, you heard that right. The WNBA players weren't even on their correct teams. And then... The coaches were not in the game at all. So everyone had a generic coach. Like even if the coach was a woman, sometimes it was a generic man. That's atypical for NBA 2K, which features each team's real-life coach for each NBA team. If you play as the Spurs, Pop is on the sideline. We'll pop a solid halftime lead here. If you select the Heat, you're getting Eric Spolstra. This is who Eric Spolstra has on the floor. Fans love the game because of this. It's attention to tiny details. I mean, you can literally see the sweat dripping off Kevin Durant. That's why Matt was taken aback by the WNBA player characteristics, or lack thereof. The players, some of them looked like themselves, some of them were really off. Players including Candice Parker, Asia Wilson, and Brianna Stewart had been scanned and motion captured into the game, just like the men. 
but the graphic details felt flat and so unlike Duque's usual attentiveness on the men's side. Los Angeles Sparks player Elizabeth Cambage even took to Twitter to playfully call out Duque for forgetting her eyelash extensions. All 12 WNBA rosters were featured on the game, but it didn't include the game's legends. There was no 90s error, no pass to appreciate, nothing to play around with. Maybe the worst part was the game's infamous skill ratings for the WNBA players didn't feel quite right either. You know about 2K ratings, right? They're such a big deal that players sometimes get upset when they aren't high enough. These ratings are sacred on the NBA side. A big part of the 2K game is, you know, everyone wants to see who 2K thinks is the highest rated player and they go on a scale from, you know, zero to 99. And some of the ratings were just like nonsensical. And we got the, you know, the bare minimum of you could play a game and like have the same broadcast say like kind of the same generic things over and over again. It wasn't the robust system that you're getting on the NBA side. Listening to Matt's criticism and all that sucks about the WNBA modes in 2K20, I realized something, which I probably should have realized before even I started working on the story, but I'd never actually seen or played any version of NBA 2K. What was this robust system he was talking about? I knew I needed to do some research and I knew just the right person to help me learn about 2K. I threw on my snow boots because there was a snowstorm. I live in Boston and there's always a snowstorm. And I made my way to my friend Abu's house. Yo. Hi Abu. How are you? How are you? That's a lot of snow that I had to cross for NBA 2K. Yeah. I met Abu last year at university and we have a bit of a basketball history. Abu, if you're listening, remember when my five foot three self drove to the lane and laid it in, despite your six foot self defending the hoop? Ha, memories. Anyways, Abu and I popped NBA 2K21 into his PS4, and I finally got my first glimpse of any NBA 2K game. You're not gonna win. I'm gonna win. Okay. And just like every other video game, there was just so much happening in a good way. Loads of playing options, visually stunning graphics, and a really poppy soundtrack. But as far as the, the basic modes, um, okay, so the modes that I use the most probably. It's my career. Um, so you create a character, they start in... Abu explained the game to me. I'm not gonna lie, it got super overwhelming. The screen flashes with multiple different options and game modes, depending on if you want to have a quick game or a social one, or maybe even an entire career. But if you don't want to have a career, but just want to manage others, they have an option for that. What, yeah, what does that mean? Is it like doing a dynasty in fantasy? So in the franchise modes, you get to play as a general manager. So yeah, you have control over the players, and things like that. So you're kind of overlooking into the game. But if you want to play as a player and you can have the draft and things like that, then you have separate modes where you can go play as a player. If you want to manage, do that by the side. So it gives you multiple options to be people around the court and in the court. If managing just doesn't do it for you, but trash talking and quick matches does, they have an option for that too. 
You can pick your shoes, your player, your face. Yes, there's an option to literally scan your face into the game. You can scan your face. So does that mean that I could make up myself like I'm a brand new player? Yeah. Okay. So if I wanted to, I could be I could be Kevin Durant. Yeah. Or I could be someone in the past. I could be Charles Barkley. Mm-hmm. Or I could be me. Yes. I could be any of them. Or I could also be Danny Ainge. <laughs> or I could be Eric Spolstra. I could be anybody on that list. Okay. Got it. <laughs> I think I get it. Jordan, do you get it? That's a lot of choices. I would just be stuck on the main menu for hours of trying to decide what choice to go to. I grew up playing basketball and I still play. So coming into this game, I was like, I play. It should be easy. I know like the tactics, but the virtual game, I mean, I I was just not ready at all. It's completely different. How do I jump? Ah. So I just have to keep pressing this and he turns whenever he feels like it. Well, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> no, no, no. It should be just like you hit it when you're going. And okay. Do it. What's R? Uh, R is the stick. What's this for? So you can also shoot with that. If you don't like timing with the square, you can shoot yeah, with the stick. But how and, do I... Oh. And this left stick is how you move. Oh, got it. Okay. I did not got it. I was trying to figure out how to jump and shoot at the same time, or even just shoot, but I had other things in my mind too. How can I play as Candice, and what do the WNBA modes look like in comparison to the NBA side of the game? Got it. So on the screen now, I can see my league, my GM, my league online, start today, WNBA season and season. So. WNBA season and WNBA playoffs are the only two WNBA modes on the game. Uh, yeah, so you could pick WNBA teams as well, but the only modes dedicated solely to WNBA, yeah, it would be like WNBA season, where now you're taking control. It's kind of like the same thing we're talking about association, except you're picking from WNBA teams and players. And then the playoffs option is just like, if you don't want to go through the whole process of simulating a whole season to make the playoffs, you can just go straight to picking a team you're this seed in the playoffs and go through it that way. Talking about the WNBA season option with the boo reminded me of something else that Matt had brought up in a conversation about 2K20. One of his favorite things about the general manager mode in the NBA side of the game was its longevity. You pick a team and you really get to invest some virtual blood, sweat and tears into building a franchise over time as a general manager. But that was lost in the WNBA side of the mode as well. And in the WNBA, they only offered one season. So you had one season to like figure it all out. And then you'd have to restart once the season ended. You'd have to start with a new team, which like kind of ruins the fun of actually building a whole roster. Playing 2K21 was awesome. There's so much to do. But I also understood why Matt would have been upset when 2K20 came out. The original WNBA modes for basic, I mean, super basic, but they shouldn't have been. NBA 2K is the most popular basketball video game in the world. 2K20 was the best-selling game of 2019 within a month of its release. And within good reason, 2K usually delivers. There's that obsessive attention to detail. Remember, you can see a sweaty Kevin Durant. 
plus its ability to one-up itself every year with each new version. I remember 2K11 where we put Jordan on the cover for the first time and all of a sudden celebrities and athletes really wanted to mess with 2K. That is Ronnie Singh, or you probably know him better as. Hi gang, uh, this is Ronnie 2K. Thank you guys so much for the interview. Uh... And yeah, that's how he introduces himself. Ronnie 2K. But to his credit, he is Ronnie 2K. I'm the face of NBA 2K. I've been at 2K for 14 years, and I'm the guy that is our representative, our spokesperson for all the things that happen in our brand. Remember Matt saying 2K was more than just basketball? If anyone knows that, it's Ronnie 2K. I'll never forget, we had celebrities at our party for the first time, and they're like, hey, Ronnie, go get some content. And that was kind of the introduction of getting content from a lot of the people that love 2K. But just then the journey that 2K's been on, you know, putting yourself in the game in 2K15, having the park and now the city in the last couple of years, and, you know, really getting into the open world and really crossing over from a video game to the ecosystem beyond it with fashion, culture, music. It has really become a platform for discovery. 2K has put in a lot of work and resources behind the scenes into developing the WNBA platform. I think I watched every game of that 2018 season at least three times, going through pulling reference material for the gameplay teams, animations, roster teams, and art teams. That is Felicia Steenhouse. Felicia is a producer for the NBA 2K series. I've worked here for 17 years. As with a lot of my coworkers, I started at the bottom rung in QA and worked my way up the ladder to producer. So to me, 2K really encapsulates my career. I really became who I am playing and working on this game. Felicia's seen it all at NBA 2K. They've watched their own kids pick up the game. They've been behind the scenes developing the game, including tiny details like the sweat on Shaq's head in 2K7. Yes, we talk about sweat a lot in this episode and also introducing the WNBA into the game in 2K20. Basketball is basketball, but there are obviously differences in the way the game's played between the W and the NBA. So we talked about identifying what makes great WNBA players great and highlighting those things, looking at the differences in how players or teams gain an advantage and highlighting that. Our gameplay team was no stranger to women's basketball, so figuring out what we wanted to accomplish that first year came together pretty easily. Felicia also went right to their dream source, sitting down with none other than Candace Parker. They talked defensive schemes, tendencies, and all those nitty-gritty details on how the game is played in the W. It's still magic to me that they were able to take all those discussions, video clips, reference images, email threads, meetings, tuning, adjustments, and more adjustments. And then one day I'm playing the game and I have that 2K moment, that moment where you do something awesome in the game, and the player responds just as they would in real life, and there's this amazing sense of alignment. This was even cooler though, because it was totally new stuff. New players playing in a new way. I will never forget the excitement of playing those Earth games early in development. That's a really big deal in the context of the W. There's a whole population of people who can now make someone that look like them in game, play as them in game, try to emulate their heroes of the WNBA as a player that looked like them. That's another game changer. Parker. She drains it in as the shot clock ticks down. So yeah, 
it was a game changer. And I can appreciate Felicia and everyone at NBA 2K who worked internally to push the women's game forward, fixing glitches and addressing player concerns along the way. But Matt's criticism of the game was also valid. And without this criticism, the pressure to make the next version way better might not have happened. Definitely not as fast as it did. How, how much harder could it possibly be? And this, I think, was a lot of our people who were fans of the WNBA, a lot of our frustration was, hey, you've got the infrastructure. You prove it to us every single year to the point where you're so bored that you're like bringing in MBH trainers and putting them into the game and giving them tattoos. And like, you're doing so many weird things that no one cares about, honestly. And like, this is something that actually could, we do care about. There's a whole audience of people here telling you that we want this. And also you could do a lot of good here. Like, you know that, Building out this system to teach people about the WNBA can only help your franchise, right? Like you want more people who are going to play your game? Go tap into the women's sports audience. We're all here and telling you that we'll give you our money every year. if You just provide us with this basic service that you, you've proven you can do for the men's side every year. Frustrated by 2K20 and its lack of proper attention to the W, Matt took his complaints where we all do. Twitter. In his tweet, Matt didn't complain to 2K. He tagged Ronnie. Yes, Mr. Ronnie 2K himself. Matt's tweet was on May 5th, 2020. Ronnie never directly replied to Matt. But then something happened that felt like it had to be related. The day after Matt's tweets, Ronnie 2K sent a tweet that tagged a couple of popular accounts in the WNBA Twitterverse with the message, Hey, can you all please follow or DM me? Thanks. It turns out that DM was 2K asking permission to put these WNBA personalities into the game to add to the world building on the WNBA side. Their tweets were featured in 2K21, which was released in October 2020. It was such a sharp turnaround from shortcomings that 2K20 had. What's up, everyone? This is Candace Parker, Los Angeles Sparks forward and WNBA champion. In a franchise first, you can create your own WNBA My Player and take her through a real WNBA pro career. Maybe Matt's Twitter crusade did work. The game is so much different now than its first iteration where it actually hits on the points that I really care about, which is being a general manager and, and building that way. Like, I think it's just so cool to people to experiment with like, what does this team look like if I put her on it? And what does this team look like if I trade her? And that's the fun of off-season basketball, right? But before I let Matt go, I had one other question. One that I couldn't stop thinking about since I got back from playing the game at Abu's place. Can I play WNBA players against NBA players in any of those modes available? Not in any way that I know of, unless anything has changed. I don't think so. I don't know if I've actually talked to anybody about it. I don't know. I don't I don't think I, I need it. How do you feel about not being able to play as a girl in the men's modes? Does that bother you? And hell yeah, it did. It did bother me. That's why I was reporting this entire episode. I mean, it's a game. It's a virtual video game where anything should be possible. And it's not. And we're in 2022. Yeah, to me, from what we've heard from your description of what's possible in the game, you get the ultimate build your own all-star game if you want. And 
to me, to a lot of people, your ultimate dream all-star game can include W and NBA players. So that just makes sense to me. It feels like the argument is very binary toward, oh, it's just men versus women. But that's not really what you're saying, is it? Exactly. And it's not even me accusing 2K and complaining about it because I feel like as a woman, it sometimes you get to a point where like, am I complaining too much about the things we already have? But also as a reporter, another part of me goes, this is not good enough and we should be demanding more. And 2K is doing incredible work, but that also goes with the work is not good enough in a virtual world. So I think those two thoughts can coexist. And I think that's why it's not always about competition of like WNBA versus the NBA. Both should coexist on the same court because it's an amazing game and it's an amazing a bunch of players. The reality of me playing my character, me who I create playing with KD is so much less realistic than like KD playing with Brianna Stewart. Those are inherently more possible. So I feel like it's not that much of a stretch. Yeah. And just for selfish reasons, like I want to see Maya Moore and LeBron on the same team or Sue Bird throwing an alley-oop to Kevin Durant. Like that sounds entertaining and fun for me. And I think that should be possible in a video game. Like we might not get that in a WNBA, NBA crossover, but in a video game, I feel like I should be able to do that. A sweaty KD. (laughs) After the break, we talked to a female gamer who almost gave up on NBA 2K. And then I finally hacked the game to get what I want. I love how I feel after a good workout. I feel strong, confident, and motivated, but your girl ain't young anymore. Those sore joints and muscles sometimes weigh me down and keep me from reaching my fitness goals. That's why I use the doTERRA Deep Blue Stick. It provides targeted, natural, and reliable relief without synthetic ingredients. Learn more at doTERRA.com slash that's D-O-T-E-R-R-A dot com slash Finsters. Wish your team could find some next level talent. When your business needs someone with the right skills fast, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is it makes hiring easy, all in one place. For example, the assessments. Indeed helps star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking, all the way to coding. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job posts at indeed.com slash spinsters. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at indeed.com slash spinsters. Indeed.com slash spinsters. Terms and conditions apply. 
Need to hire? You need Indeed. While a part of me tumbled down a rabbit hole of research into the WNBA versus NBA modes and the inherent inequity between the two, there was another part of me that was still conflicted about the Candace Parker cover. Conflicted by the fact that we're celebrating a female athlete on a limited edition cover of a video game in 2022, when it should be the norm. It's obvious that it's frustratingly late, but it points to a larger issue within gaming. Women only make up 24% of the gaming industry's workforce. So it isn't a surprise that 79% of all video game main characters are male. Despite that, there has been a consistent rise in gamers who identify as female who now make up 45% of all gamers. One of them is Shanice Esco. I was like, had they not put Candace Parker on that cover, I would mm-hmm. not have 2K22 right now. Shanice is a personal trainer by day and goes by Lady Blue Flames when she streams on Twitch. She has been streaming NBA 2K on the regular for the past year and even has a streaming schedule focused on the WNBA. My stream Monday is Mystics Monday. Right. (laughs) Wednesday is WNBA Wednesdays. (laughs) Yeah. Shanice has been a fan of the W since 1997 when she was in middle school. It's been a love affair ever since. During our interview on Zoom, I definitely caught myself staring at the room in her background. The blue, turquoise and black WNBA jerseys of Candice Parker, Sabrina Ionescu and Asia Wilson, to name a few, hung from her walls. When they dropped the new jerseys, I made a goal to get one jersey for every team. Because I've been following the league since it started and Mm -hmm. jerseys are amazing. So right now I'm sitting at 6 out of 12 of the new team jerseys. Shanice has been playing 2K since 2K12 dropped and she's kept up with all the releases since. But over the past couple of years, she admits that things haven't felt quite the same. The game itself doesn't excite her anymore and being a female streamer has started to take its toll. The community kind of kind of always been kind of toxic. I don't think that's why it doesn't feel the same, just because it's always been toxic, especially for female gamers. And so, just as Shanice was about to give up on 2K, Candace Parker and the 2K22 cover came along. Candace Parker becomes the first female basketball player to ever land on the cover of NBA 2K. This was the one year I probably spent the most I've ever spent on 2K because I did two giveaways and I bought my cover that I wasn't going to open. Yeah. Oh, so I still have my Xbox Series X copy back there, wrapper and everything still on it. And then, of course, I had to buy the copy so I could actually play it. I was happy, but I was also a little bit disappointed because they should have did more. In reporting this episode, I spoke to other gamers and in every conversation, they all said the same thing. It's great, but it could have been better. There's always a but. I've spent a few anxious nights trying to navigate how I would tell the story in my head. On one hand, I was incredibly impressed with Felicia and the 2K development team. On the other hand, I also understood and agreed with Matt and Shanice and their criticism of the game. And of course, these two thoughts can coexist. 
now more than ever what nba 2k is doing matters representation always matters virtual or otherwise but that doesn't mean we shouldn't be demanding more we should fight for what we want like matt who fought for a more robust wnba gaming experience and got it and what i really wanted to know was how could i play the wnba players fit and against the nba players my mission was not going as planned and all hope seemed lost until producer harry came to the rescue not all heroes wear capes some wear a hoodie and have semi flat pillows he sent me a youtube link titled how to get the wnba roster versus the nba roster the video is from january 2020 by a youtuber called reginald johnson but uh online i go by the moniker tg so good or on youtube the goods All right, so this roster here is WNBA versus NBA and all the NBA teams are going to be Just FYI, Reginald also goes by RJ. In my free time, I like to play video games either with my children or just, you know, alone online and I also like to dabble into messing around with computer games as far as modding and I'm a real big sports fan. Well, basketball fan, I'll say. If you aren't familiar with gaming or computer speak like me, mods mean modifications. Modifications that are made to the games by the gamers themselves outside of the company and the designers who made the game. The most popular thing that people like to do is they like to create faces for players. Maybe a, a face is missing from the game or maybe someone feels they can improve or sometimes people like to create like superheroes and cartoon characters and because of copyright issues of course the company themselves can't just put all that kind of content in there so the people in the community set out to make those kind of changes RJ grew up with basketball video games and was on team NBA live 2K's competitor before jumping ship to 2K when 2K5 came out He began recording his gameplay even before YouTube was a thing and was way ahead of the trend when it came to having the WNBA in basketball video games. In 2K13, I actually created an entire women's roster with jerseys and I tried to get the entire league in 2K13 and I I made a Twitter and I lost the password, but it was WNBA 2K and all of that. When WNBA officially came to 2K I was definitely excited because I was like oh I can do more I can push the limits to see what I can do RJ wasn't satisfied with 2K20 when it came out shocker but he didn't take to Twitter like Mark instead RJ achieved my dream he figured out how to get both the rosters into the same game mode the NBA and the WNBA so that they could play each other It's a complicated process and his YouTube tutorials definitely help. But RJ gave me a quick breakdown of how you do it on a PC. Step 1, you need something called 2K tools. I guess you would just call it a third-party tool, but it's a tool that you use to uh make changes to rosters in the game. 
now this it's not officially supported by 2k or anything like that it's just something that someone in the community created let's say i have a player and i want to rename them but i go to 2k tools it doesn't matter what screen i'm in in the game it'll still change the files even if i'm not in a screen where i'm supposed to change the name it'll still change the name because it's manipulating the computer memory for that program, which is the video game. Step two was transferring the WNBA teams to the NBA side of the game, because in the official 2K game, they are two separate entities with two separate different gaming options for each one. I would need to go into a WNBA roster and just load it up. And then I go outside the game to the tool that's the only thing that would take time is just going, clicking on each individual WNBA player. So after some copy pasting comes step three, tidying up the tiny details like jerseys and names so they don't turn invisible the moment you're playing with the new rosters. You would need to make sure you have the WNBA jerseys associated with the teams and then you'd just be able to play it out. I know, the whole process sounds simple, yet incredibly complicated all at the same time. How long did it take? I mean, it seems complicated to say the least. Um, man, just doing one team, I, I could get that done in a day. But yeah, it would, take, it would take about two weeks to get the entire WNBA over to the NBA side. I'm a grad student and I work part-time. I haven't had two weeks to try out RJ's mods yet. But I have watched his YouTube videos multiple times. It's quite impressive the changes you can make with help from the gaming community, some time and some determination. Producer Harry also pointed out something important to me. For the internet being the misogynistic and abusive place that it is to female streamers and gamers, in this case, the same gaming community also had a solution to one of its problems. Even if it's just something as small as wanting to play the WNBA versus the NBA. I honestly felt quite relieved. Now I finally had an option so that I could play how I want to. And I'm not alone. In a recent episode of NBA on TNT, after a bit of banter between Shaq and Candace Parker, they took it to the virtual courts. Much like what RJ described, they also ran a modified 2K simulation. Five Parkers versus five Shaqs, full court on NBA 2K. It's 27. Oh, okay, Diesel. You have to block like Candace. Don't dunk on him, Candace. Oh! <laughs> You can guess who won, but let's just say Shaq didn't take it too well. 21 to 8 was the final score. <laughs> team Candace Parker We're beat playing full court. You got to get back in transition defense. Get back in transition. Shaq, the rim was nine and a half. Why are you not showing on screens? The rim was nine and a half. <laughs> yeah, you in trouble. Oh, man. Hey, way to knock him down, Candace. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. 21 it to 8. Full court. One more full look. Court. The next version of NBA 2K is scheduled to come out later this year. Maybe that iteration, 2K23, 
will finally have the ability for both leagues to play together in the game itself. And maybe even more creative options to push the boundaries of basketball video gaming, especially the women's game. And in the meantime, I will finally try my hand at those modifications. Either way, I do intend on going back to Matt and taking him up on his offer. The 2K23 game, um, if it's out, I, let's play. Okay, done. This episode of Spencers was written and reported by Swetha Surendran. Our editors are Buffy Gorilla, Harry Swartout, Isabel Jocelyn, and John Yales. Production is by Buffy, Isabel, Sam Allberger, Harry Krinsky, and Jordan Liggins. Our production coordinator is Devin Shepard, and our social media manager is Sierra Smith. And our executive producers are Peter Moses, John Yales, and me. John, Devin, and Harry S., this one was for you.